In the end, he was not Nina, or Matthias, or Kaz, or Inej, or Jesper. He was just Wyland Van Eck. He told them everything. So good. It's so good. When I realized the chapters we were going through, I knew that's what I was going to say. Because I was like, let me look through all of them and see. But I, you just can't beat that one. I had a feeling that's the quote you're going to choose. And it was between that one and one other one that I have starred and we'll get to it. But it's so good. Mm-hmm. So. I think anyway, we probably arrived at the same place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> welcome back to Two Mourners. One book club. I'm Em. And I'm Jordy. And today we are going to go over chapters 31 through 35 of Crooked Kingdom by Lee Bardugo. And um, there's a lot going on. Remember there's how last so much week going on. Jordy was like, oh, start hydrating now. Well, <laughs> she thought that, that we're going to get to that point eventually, but start hydrating now. <laughs> but you really do need to hydrate, like now. Hydrate or dihydrate. Well, Amen. <laughs> um, so anyway, we left Di- off. <laughs> Dihydrates. <laughs> Just to be spiteful. Well, um, we left off Kaz telling them the plan, um, and Nina and Kaz in the morgue, um, mm-hmm. like <laughs> getting something that we don't really yeah. know. Like, We're like doing some suspicious activities. Yeah. I mean, anytime someone who does not work in a morgue is in a morgue, that's really <laughs> suspicious. That's a red flag. Um, that's a red flag if I've ever seen one. Um, and so chapter 31 is in Wyland's point of view. And we love Wyland. We love Wyland. But it's, it starts off with him asking the same thing that he did way back when, I think in Six of Crows is when he yeah. asked it, what am I doing here? You're like, what the heck? What do you mean? He's, he's like grown into his own. Why is he questioning this? Um, and so he's I at the, am there. I here. Yeah. Um, we're back in the hotel suite. Do we need to pause for a second? You're- no, we're good. We're good. Okay. We're good. Um, so the cords in the to hotel- navigate. <laughs> we're okay. Um, we're in the hotel and he's looking at himself in the mirror and he's wondering who he is really, why, why he's here, what is he doing, can he do this? And then he kind of tells himself that his identity right now is he, that he knows is that he is Maria Hendrick's son. Oh. And that hurt my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he thinks of his mom and how she got there and what his dad did to him. And then he's again thinking, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know what? I don't really know what I'm doing here, but I know that, um, I have to see my dad get punished for what he's done. And I, I'm the person who can do that and yeah. I have to help my mom. And so that's like his resolute thought, I guess, yeah. Yeah. um, his driving force behind what he's going to do. And it's this is why. Yes. Um, and so he also realizes, you know, he didn't want to hide anymore. Like, cause he's thinking, okay, I can hide. I can go into hiding. I can just pretend that Wyland Vanek died. Like my mm-hmm. dad wanted me to, I can, I can just get away from, from Ketterdam and from Kirch and never come back. And he's like, I don't want to hide anymore. I don't want to run anymore. 
Um, that's what my dad wanted me to do. And, um, through that kind of through osmosis and what he's been told his entire life, Wyland started to want that as well. Um, but he realized that he stopped wanting to disappear when he came into his own, which, oh my gosh, this like, like warmed my heart. Oh. So quote, um, that all started to change when he came to the barrel, when he got his first job, when he met Jesper and Kaz and Inej, when he began to realize he was worth something because his entire life, he'd been told that he was a blight on society, a blight on his family name, that he was a mistake pretty much. Yeah. Um, and now he's, he's coming to his own and realize that he is worth something. Um, which I'm glad he realized that but it hurts though guy he's sad um, hold on is my wife weird Jordan mm-hmm Your iPad did a slow zoom in on your face. It was cinematic. Um, It was really cool. It was like watching a TV show. And I was like, hey, that's my friend in there. (laughs) Hi, welcome back to my life. Um, That's so weird. I hope we don't. It really was like a slow pan and zoom in. I hope we don't lose it again. It was incredible. It's still recording. I just. I know. It's still kind of recording no matter like, what, but because like you're hoping. still a little glitchy, and I hope it's. See, you're a little glitchy for me. I'm wondering. Hold on, I'm going back to. It's doing it again. <laughs> I hate that so much. Uh... <laughs> I feel like like dramatic, like music should be on in the background (laughs) plays the titanic (laughs) honestly (laughs) (laughs) oh incredible well hopefully we won't have to re-record this if it's like too glitchy i don't know Mm -hmm. is there like a lag i'm wondering if there's a lag for like our audio I don't know. It seems pretty real time to me yeah, right now. Weird. Hopefully it's back. My internet has literally never gone out with the exception of the snowstorm in 2021. Right? That's when it was? Oh, ours comes in and out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I lost it like the first day for half a day and then it was back. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Weird. Anyway, where were we? Um, Wyland's found his why, and he's getting ready to start enacting his part of the plan. Why, Lynn? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and so now we jump to the morning. Okay. <laughs> Do a leapa. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anyway, we're in the morning. 
it's before um like as the sun is rising pim a member of the dregs um leads wyland and colm out of the hotel and they go through like a little maze um to get to the exchange and they are at a bakery on beer strat all right we'll go with that um sure. yeah and uh he note Nawila notes that typically the bakery would have been open by now, um, preparing breads and pastries for the day. But because of the auction, um, uh, oh my gosh, what is it called? Exchange, I guess, um, has essentially ceased. Yeah. Encouraged. Sorry, guys, it's been a long weekend. Um, it's it's like Friday Night Lights, like gone yeah. to game, like the Pretty baker's much. gone. He wanted to get a seat for the auction. And so, um, so they're waiting at the door while Pim opens it um, and breaks in. And Wyland is getting a little impatient because he's thinking, oh my gosh, this is taking so long to like pick a lock. Kaz is so much quicker, which I think is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But I read this back wondering if mm-hmm. Kaz sent Pim so it, like they might be noticed at some point. I don't know. I don't know. Very possible. Um, and then Pim lets him in, closes the door, and as she closes the door, or as he closes the door, he says, no mourners, and doesn't get a response for no funerals. Um, but Because yeah, he's just on his way. He's like, he did his task. He's like, no mourners. <laughs> he just is out. Um, <laughs> like, onward yeah. to the next thing. Uh, and so, Wyla and Colm are in the bakery, and they sit down with their backs against the shelves, and they just kind of sit there for a few hours trying to get some rest, primarily just to stay out of view, um, because it's really important that Johannes mm-hmm. Ritveld or Johannes Ritveld is no longer in Ketterdam, and that Wyland stays hidden, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was for a few hours, um, and Wyland looks outside, takes very carefully and sees a few people starting to get there okay before he looks outside though he's like i just started this he's humming himself like a little song that he's been like composing in his head and it's a song that's gonna need something like percussive quote like gunfire and i was like is he writing a song for jesper in his head or he's like composing a little or is he writing hamilton The answer is yes. His pistol at the sky. Away. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what's happening. That's actually what's happening. That's really cute, though. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait a second, because I didn't catch that the first time. But now they're there. He's yeah. peeking out a little bit, just trying to like basically yeah. waste time. And he sees the exchange. Um, and uh, he he notes that he doesn't need to be able to read the words on the top of the Church of Barter. Um, he his dad has told them enough, and that the words mean industry, integrity, prosperity. And he notes that well, at least his dad has two of them. <laughs> Wylan getting a little backbone, you know, we've kind of mentioned that, but he's he's just straight yeah, up can. like screw him at this point. He's he's done with him, which but honestly, yeah. finally. That can be so hard, though, oh, yeah. with your own family. Um, and then uh, Colm, who Wyland hadn't realized had woken up, asks him why he lied for Jesper in the tomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Wyland's like, oh. He's like, don't think I didn't yeah, catch like, that. Hi. 
I don't know. I, I just know what it's like to to get things wrong and to let people down. Um, and Holm just sighs mm. and says, quote, Jesper gets a lot wrong. He's reckless and foolish and apt to joke when it's not warranted. But what I'm trying to say is he's a lot of trouble, a whole lot, but he's worth it. I'm crying. And then Wyland starts to say something and then Colm blames himself for it. Um, Cause he has, he has kind of realized mm-hmm. this as much as I protected him, it kind of drove him to mm-hmm. this and he's, it swung he's it swung him too hard in the yeah. other direction and him saying and colm saying that jesper like, gets a lot wrong and that he's reckless and foolish is not him being mean to jesper it's not him calling yeah. him out on his actions no. it's him knowing that accepting him and loving him mm-hmm. and taking accountability for his past actions and how they have affected him now which yeah oh you yeah. love to see it, but it's also mm-hmm. painful. And so Colm acknowledges that he made some mistakes, and Wylan says, "Yeah, but he he always knew that he had someone to go to, no matter how time how many times he made made those mistakes. Like you gave him a safe space, which is something Wylan never had." Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not okay. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, and then mm-hmm. Colm speaks up and says, you know what? That's why he likes you. I know. I know. It's none of my business. <laughs> he pulls a total it's dad a, move. Not that I it's know none of anything. my business. But you know what? Um, he's, er, okay, I'm just going to read the quote because it's too good. <laughs> quote, that's why he likes you. It's I so know. Good. I know. It's none of my business. And I have no idea if he'd be good for you. Probably bring you 10 kinds of headache. But I think you'd be good for him. <laughs> Honestly, we should like post the recordings on YouTube because we're both just like, <laughs> just like we honestly should it's Patreon content. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's just so yeah. Sweet. And before Wyland can can say anything, there's a sound from the back room. Um, from the delivery room so they're like in the front of the bakery but hidden and then there's like the back like kitchen and then like delivery mm-hmm. area um and so before wyland can say anything yeah like like mm-hmm, before yeah. wyland can say anything um in response to colm's admission that he'd be good for stuff, which honestly is the sweetest thing because they have only known each other not that long and that's like what you want your parent to say mm-hmm. about your significant other is that you, they're good for you anyway yeah. um so he tells Colm to stay hidden and goes to the back and um is thinking oh it's a false alarm and then all of a sudden the delivery door flew open and Wylan is grabbed from behind yanked gagged and a bag put over his head um I'm <laughs> gagged at this yeah. development um, <laughs> uh I was like, what <laughs> not surprised come on bud but, um <laughs> this is like literally yeah come on uh and someone says hey little merch ready to be reunited with your daddy <laughs> hey little merch <laughs> i think of um hades town 
um, when Hades goes mm-hmm. to Eurydice and he's like, hey, little songbird. <laughs> he has, Patrick Page has such a deep voice. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I think of. And I can't mm-hmm. take it seriously. So whoopsie daisy. Ready? <laughs> Ready to be reunited with your daddy? <laughs> He's like, no. He's like, I really would prefer not to be. <laughs> um, I would really not, actually. And so they drag him out and he falls and they're like, don't make us carry you. Um, and then they're stopped and Wyland has no idea where they are, where they're going. Um, they're stopped by someone in the Stod Watch and they're like, who do you have there? And the people who grabbed him tell the Stod Watch to just go get Vanek. He's like, oh, is it one of the criminals? Like, blah, 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 blah. See from Brecker's crew, he's like, just go get Vanek. Like, what? Wh- who cares? Yeah. Um. And so, now this is where I'm thinking of like Arthur in Peaky Blinders, like just whatever, I'm like a good little grunt and tell him yeah. a timeline. Like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. like how they're saying it, you know? Um. And uh, like Arthur yeah. <laughs> Um. And so they do tell Stodwatch to tell him to tell Vanek that the Dime Lions, um have a present for him um and so as they keep walking um Wylan realizes that they're inside and he goes up they drag him upstairs doesn't know where he is um and uh then someone says we got him and then he hears a voice um say where and it's his dad's voice but it we and Wyland's like yeah ah. but here's the thing Lee Bardugo doesn't explicitly say that it's his dad's voice in this moment she writes she mm-hmm. you know that it's Jan Vanek because she writes in a flashback of the words that have like haunted Wyland saying telling him to sound it out how he's not worth like anything forever. and that's how you know it's his dad mm-hmm. beautifully done he's a shit father but beautifully done so good um <laughs> beautifully oh. written <laughs> But it's so good. Mm-hmm. Beautifully written. Um, and so they tell Vanek that, oh, Brecker had him hiding in a bakery not that far from here. Um, and uh, Vanek is like, well, how did you find him? And the people who grabbed him are like, oh, well, Pekka had us patrolling the area because he knew that Brecker would do something like this. And Jan's like, oh, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to try to humiliate me, blah, 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 blah get over yourself that little jerk's always trying to get my goat blah 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 and he's just Mm -hmm. being awful oh my gosh i'm enough of this (laughs) um but then he says something just like awful are we surprised no Mm -hmm. he says quote every time to wyland quote every time i think you cannot disappoint me further you prove me wrong asshole um and so Wylan realizes that they're in a chapel, in the dome of a chapel at the Church of Barter. He doesn't really know where they are, but he knows that if he was screamed, no one would hear him. Um, and then he notices yeah. that the two um, people who grabbed him, one is a girl with yellow hair shaved on half of her head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a boy in suspenders. Um, and they both have the purple armbands um, of the Stodd Watch, um, and they both have the Dime Lions tattoo. Um, yeah. And then the guy is like, oh, do you want me to go get Pekka? Um, 
and Van Eck tells him, no, 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 no. Um, he needs to keep everything else. I, I would like to handle this myself. Um, and then Van Eck tells mm-hmm. Wylan, we know that Brecker is planning, that Brecker is working with the Rabkins. We saw the wraith with someone from the triumvirate. We know he's planning something. Um, for how much of a disappointment you've been, you're still my blood. Um, tell me, tell me what I want to know. And I will, I promise to take care of you. Like you'll have an allowance. You can leave whatever, like you'll live. Um, and he's like, if you scream, I will have you killed. Uh, and, or not killed, but threatened with violence, presumably killed. Yeah. And so Wyland, Vanek takes Wyland's, um, like mouth gag out. Um, and Wyland spits in his face which you love to which at the beginning of the chapter that's like the grossest like most debased thing you can do to another person and i love which like at the beginning of this chapter wyland's thinking what am i doing here but you see how much growth he has because first of all at the bakery Mm -hmm. with that noise he never would have been the first one to go and check out what it was no he's like you wait let me hear he to yeah. the adult he never in the would have room. spit in his dad's face. He never would have done anything. He would have just told him. Mm-mm. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, growth. And uh, then Vanek wipes the spit off and is like, okay, fine. Tell me what you have and I'm, I, I'll let you live. Maybe. Like, yeah, he makes, he tries to make like some little funny retorts or whatever, but it's clear this isn't the same yeah. thing he tried and to Yeah, and Wylan is like, just like you let my mother live. Because he is full of fury and vengeance now. Um, he wants to see the look on his father's face when he reveals mm-hmm. that he knows how deeply he is a horrible mm-hmm. person. And I do like it that Bannock, to his, not for his credit, but like he flinches because he doesn't, he thought he was so clever and that nobody had his number on that. And so to hear that little barb from Wylan, like she describes it so well, he's like a puppet that was like yanked by its strings once and then settles back into composure but he did not Mm -hmm. expect that um could you hear the ding from my notification okay cool i'm not sure sorry guys i just got a new computer and i can hear a ding for a notification but i didn't know um so just checking so my bad i haven't heard a ding in i am technologically illiterate um (laughs) it's a haunt (laughs) you're not i was gonna say it's a haunted ipad it's brand new i hope it's not there haunted. hasn't been a notification <laughs> i just made a shit ton right. of money i could go this. on I a whole i promise it's not haunted i'm i was gonna make a, a funny and somewhat extravagant joke but i'm not now. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway i'm sure it's great there's ghost free that's the apple that's the apple promise <laughs> no ghosts we're 99.999 percent sure um <laughs> i'm sorry carry so on. anyway um when wyland brings up that he knows that his mom is alive uh vanek kind of flinches a little bit but recovers really quickly mm-hmm. um and then he just kind of he tells the two people who are there you know what do whatever you have to do um I need these answers at auctions in an hour. Like, I really couldn't care less. Um, and so the guy tells the girl to hold mm-hmm. Wylan up. And uh, he kind of hesitates, like, 
are you, are you sure you want me to do this? And also kind of hesitates to Island. Like, are you sure you want me to do this? You can just tell us what we want to know now. Um, and mm-hmm. oh, while this, I also love this quote, um, quote, Wylan, after the guy asks Wylan if he's sure that he wants to do this, Wylan is thinking, quote, Wylan summoned every bit of bravado he'd learned from Nina, the will he'd learned from Matthias, the focus he'd studied in Kaz, the courage he'd seen from Inej, and the wild, reckless hope he'd learned from Jesper, the belief that no matter the odds, somehow they would win. And he says that he's not going to say anything. And then he gets punched in the ribs with the guy wearing brass knuckles and some ribs are broken. Second, second punch, Mm -hmm. he's spitting up blood. So probably internal bleeding. Um, and, uh, he's like thinking, I am, I'm here for my mom. I'm here for my mom. But then Mm -hmm. now we get the quote that Jordy read at the beginning quote, in the end, he was not Nina or Matthias or Kaz or Inej or Jesper. He was just Wyland Vanek. He told them everything. And you're like, what? Oh, no. Like, he was just tortured and he did so good, but he's still also, we've just seen this huge character growth and independence from him. Like, we literally talked about 30 Mm -hmm. seconds ago. And now you're thinking, mm-hmm. what in the world? Like, I don't, you don't blame him at like, all. He just couldn't. But like. He just couldn't do what? it anymore. And that's the end of chapter 31. And chapter 32 uh. is in Inej's point of view. And Inej um, is going to the roof of the Church of Barter. And she notes that it's not really easy because of where the church is and the all the roofs that it has and things like that. But she's like. I'm the wreath. I got this. Um, but she also notes that no weapons are going to be allowed in the church of barter during the auction. And so she has Jesper's rifle and um, mm-hmm. puts it somewhere on the roof um, hidden so that it doesn't like hinder her balance and that she can get it to him later. Um, and then she also sees as she's looking down at the entrance of the church, she, she sees a group of Stodwatch like rolling in this gigantic whatever pieces of wood that she presumes is blockades, like barricades so people don't push in. And so while they're not looking, she sneaks underneath the, the cart and is holding on and um, literally like is rolling underneath the cart while they wheel her into the church. And then she ducks between some pews <laughs> and hides and then is free to explore the chapel. Um, so she's, yeah, just... she's like, do, 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 do. She's having a grand old time. Stodwatch have no idea that <laughs> she's there, um, which is kind of funny. And so um, mm-hmm. there, once she was on the roof, then she left Jesper's rifle there. Um, she knows that she she notes that she's a top Gizan son. If we remember, the Church of Barter is made like the hand of Gizan, which is the Kirch God, a hand. and it's a literal hand with like mm-hmm. fingers branching out. I'm very interested to see how they're going to do this in the spinoff when it happens, when it's announced, right? Yeah, we're manifesting that. Um, and uh, she also kind of realizes that she knows exactly where she is that she has studied the roof of the church um that 
she had no real reason to that there were easier ways to get to every mm-hmm. other place in Ketterdam. Um, there are better places to observe the exchange. Um, but it brought her peace where she was. It was, she notes mm-hmm. that because yeah. it was so difficult to get to, she, it was like her own personal stage almost, um, where she could be comfortable because no yeah. one else was going to be up there. Um, she also planted some explosives that Kaz had given her, and um, she notes that they weren't meant to cause damage, just to be a distraction, um, because in Kaz's mind, chaos mm-hmm. is security, which valid, I think. Which I mean, we've seen it that pay, like pay mm-hmm. off multiple times now. Yeah. Um, and so she, where she is on the Church of Bardo, she can see the exchange, and where everything's going to take place. Um, and she also notes that she would come there every once in a while and in that spot where she is now, she could hear, um, the music from an organ or voices like singing at a service, um, and where she was during those times, she felt closer to her saint. I was like, oh, even though it's a different faith, like she still feels that like sense, but then she immediately is like, yeah, there's a, yeah, but then she's immediately thinking, I that she chose to ignore the other parts of the service because Gizan wasn't her god um that uh she had no desire to quote be lectured on how Mm -hmm. um she might better serve him and if we remember Gizan is like the god of industry so it's interesting to say the least um but she does enjoy Mm -hmm. the like the traditions that are similar to her faith I would say yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I would agree with that um but then she also realizes that okay um she doesn't like the sorry she doesn't like Gizan's altar it's like plain and Gizan is supposed to be the god of industry and um she's like I was supposed I was allegedly brought here as an indenture um Mm -hmm. how many things like Kirch has been built on trade, but how many, how much of that was forced trade? How many, how much of that was slavery? How much of that were people paid yeah. nothing to and forced to work or paid little to nothing and calling it, um, you know, like saying that Gizan would bless them, you know, how much of it, yep, exactly. while Kirch is built on trade, how much of it was fair trade? There you go. That's a better way to put it. Exactly. Um, and she's ready to burn yeah. it off, which good for her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she, she's like, if I live to see the end of the day, I'm burning mm-hmm. this all down. Um, and she's thinking, you know what? Once I get my money, I'm get my ship. I'm going to change that. And then she thinks of Kaz and Nina and Matthias and Jesper and Wylan and Quay. Um, and how um, uh, that sorry what is up with my words today um so she imagines all of them I don't know. um like sitting side by side um and how their lives have all been tethered together by hope and belief in each other exactly <laughs> I, I like, don't even know how to react it's to just... that <laughs> Mm-hmm. It just hits me. And also she imagines it just, Kaz first. He's first on that list. 
Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, oh no. He's you're frozen. Okay, no, you're not. We're good. Let me check my Wi-Fi. <laughs> I was just sitting very still. <laughs> um so she is imagining them and how how their fate is intertwined and how um they all believe and trust and hope in each other which this this band of misfits yeah each other um and she's also thinking you know what i know pekka's crew is looking everywhere dunyasha is probably here somewhere but i'm ready for her i yeah (laughs) i need you to like Mm -hmm. i we hate Dunyasha. <laughs> I had like the most contemptuous look on my face, like lip curled, like under the eyebrows. Yeah. Like, ugh, I hate Dunyasha. She's so annoying. I'm like, what are you here for? What are you here for? And I thought really reading, I because this is, you know, the duology takes place five years after um, the Shadow and Bone trilogy. When, and I read these first, when I went back and read the Shadow and Bone trilogy, I was looking for Dunyasha because she has such character energy I was like am I missing her from something else like am I not getting her full context no she just (laughs) sucks like like I just hate her (laughs) like she's not in any of the other books she's just this useless strange little person and I hate her just like we Bardugo writes wonderfully awful villains and this is like the ultimate mean Mm -hmm. pick me girl with a knife like (laughs) yes she literally has such main character energy that I was looking for her in Shadow and Bone and Siege and Storm and Rune and Rising and when she wasn't in any of it I was like that dumb little bitch like she just she hasn't even showed up yet her name was just mentioned because Inej is like preparing for to see her and we're just like yeah gross we're like oh Danyasha (laughs) She's just awful. Yeah. Um, and so she's like preparing to face her, but then she's also thinking that the city is her home um, and that Dunyasha is the intruder. Damn right she is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she so- is. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> um, literally, Ketterdam's kind of swamp. I know, Ketterdam's below oh. sea level. <laughs> um. So Inej is watching the guards do their last sweep and is thinking, okay, well, they will probably send someone up here to the roof to look, but there's plenty of places to hide. Um, and then she also knows that some of the Dime Lions are walking with the Stodwatch as they patrol the area to double check. And the Stodwatch don't look too happy, but the Dime Lions are very overjoyed, you know? Um, yeah, they're all puffed yeah. up. Like, we're pretty, we're pretty legit now, in we? And the start of watch is like <laughs> the start of watch is like absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely, what on earth in the is happening <laughs> in the house of commons? I was trying to think of in the exchange. <laughs> what on earth is happening in the church of Barter? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and so now, uh, Inej is is just kind of looking at everything and is like as she does taking notice of, of her surroundings and everything and she notes that um nina was right about the council of the tides 
um, that they hadn't, that they probably weren't going to show up, that they like to stay in their towers. Um, and then she also thinks of Nina hoping that Nina had not been discovered doing what she's doing. We don't know what she's doing, <laughs> but no, she doing but it. She doing Hopefully, it. Then. We don't know. What what what's she doing? Yeah. That she did that. <laughs> but we don't know what that is. Um, and so now it's getting into the afternoon. The pews are starting to fill up, and um, uh, <laughs> I love this this part. Um, there's like people mm-hmm. just coming in. All people, all the different walks of life of Ketterdam are coming in to watch the exchange or to watch mm-hmm. the auction. Um, and the Fjordans come in. And um, they're wearing silver and white and there's Bruschella around them. Um, and Inez just thinking, okay, well, Matthias probably knows mm-hmm. some of these. It must be awful for him to see them again in just a little bit um, because he's branded as a traitor. And then the Zemini come in um, and they all have like the empty gun belts because there's no um, weapons allowed. And she notes that like their skin colors yeah. are are varied. So I kind of like how it's described. Some have more like bronze skin like her and the mm-hmm. deep brown like Jesper, but they're all like tall and lanky. And Jesper's in with them hiding, which mm-hmm. you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> because of course he walks in like, like yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, yep, it's me. Um, and then the Radkins show up and everyone is agog um and a man in a teal frock (laughs) aka Sturmhond who we love (laughs) walks in Mm -hmm. and he is just happy to be there just exuding confidence um and Zoya and Jenya are right behind him um and then she's thinking well maybe I should have gone to Kaz's meeting with them because Sturmhan is legendary and I could learn a lot from his crew which give me a Sturmhan and, and a Nez like, chapter just to like talk I would love that okay but then if we recall in the last chapter somebody gave information to Van Eck and said the Wraith was seen with a member of the Grisha Triumvirate and here's a Nez we know she didn't go meet with them Oh, hmm. it's a mystery tool hmm. that'll come in handy later. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Didn't didn't catch that on the didn't first catch screen. it on the second. You just brought it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Interesting. Hmm. Um, and so then That's suspicious. weird. <laughs> That's um, weird. And so as the Ravkins come in, the Fjordans are huffing and puffing because they are so upset um because there were lots of stairs um the Fjordans are upset because right now Fjorda and Ravka are kind of at war and before a fight breaks out a member of the merchant council with Stodwatch comes up and says Kurt is neutral you cannot fight here if you fight Mm -hmm. you lose your right to bid in the auction Uh and they're like okay you're right (laughs) <laughs> to um, and yeah. then the Fjordan ambassador tells Sturmhan, oh your king why would your king send a pirate like is he too weak to himself to come little does he know um, <sighs> that Sturmhan is the king um, but Sturmhan mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. says um, excuse me I'm a privateer uh, <laughs> and 
he's like you know what um I he just thought that he's like first get yeah, some respect all, on my name that down um second of all he just thought that I'm so handsome um that would give me an advantage obviously um that's not really a concern for you is it <laughs> I just heard lol he's so he's so and then petty the beard and ambassador is like you stink of grisha um and Sturmholm said is it like sniffs the air goes you know what i'm i'm kind of surprised that you can smell anything over um the smell or sorry quote the reek of ice and inbreeding <laughs> drag <Yes>. him <laughs> I like audibly laughed out loud when I read this again because <laughs> I my love for yes. Nikolai has only grown and I'm just like oh we love to see it <laughs> it's giving big like <laughs> like your mother smelt of elderberries energy like and just this, the feared and crazy. the master's like <laughs> and doesn't say anything and um, is pulled asleep. away from by one of his other people because he's like you lost my dude um, and so the <laughs> just be lose yeah. with grace lose and so the theardons and radkins are sitting um in op- on opposite sides of aisles of the aisle in the pews and then um the uh kalish come in and everyone's like nah they're just here um and then the shoe come in and everyone is once again a god um and the shoe come in really upset because um they are like Kirch is giving preferential treatment to Ravka and Pierre and we should be at the front and blah 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 and blah, 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 and we then shut the hell mm-hmm. up um and this is the one I wrote actually <laughs> valid at this point the one time Vanek has a point and he tells them, quote, mm-hmm. if you wished to be seated in the front, you should have foregone the drama of a grand entrance and gone here on time. Hmm. A broken clock is right twice a day. So, exactly. you know, that's the only valid thing. He, he yeah. has a point this time. I guess I'll allow it. Um, and so the shoe and the courage, they're arguing and eventually the shoe finally like take their seat. Um, but there's like the rest of the crowd has heard like rumors of what's happening, but they don't really know what Kuwait is. They've heard rumors about Perem, but they don't know exactly what it does. They're just kind of there for the fun of it all for the hullabaloo. Um, and then the church yeah. bells strike. They're yeah. here for the laughs. Um, I was going to sing Wicked, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking. Uh, that was our last episode. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to do it. Um, and uh, do when it. Glinda's singing, with this perfect finale, the cheers and the belly, who, who wouldn't be happy? Except no one's really happy right now. Um, but the, Except but there's no a lot of valley going on. Which is probably how you know you're reaching a compromise, as if nobody's happy. Uh, and so then the church bells chime through. Why do I look so red right now? I don't know. No. Are you drinking? <laughs> That's weird. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I saw my reflection and was startled. 
Um, <laughs> um, what? Wait, now that Ashley and Wyland singing yeah. reflection. <laughs> when he. Okay, I got that vibe when he was looking at himself in the mirror in the, the first chapter. Look at me. You might think I'm like Jared, who's 19. <laughs> Never learned how to read every day. <laughs> I could keep going. I'm not oh, going that's to, so good. Oh my gosh, that was funny. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> so anyway, now it's three bells. Um, <laughs> oh my God. and, uh, um, so when it strikes three bells, everyone is quiet and the merchant council is on stage. Um, and then everyone turns <gasps> because the door is open and Kuwait followed by, or like with Kaz and Matthias walk in with the Stodwatch guard and um and the music is gosh it feels good to be a gangster (laughs) I just imagine this group of three walking in like untouchable you want all three of us can't have us (laughs) you hate us because you hate us big energy (laughs) can you imagine the doors bust open and like And Gangster Paradise starts playing and they walk in and pop in their collars. Oh, should that be if wait, I could animate? I would animate. Should we make it that? Should that be our TikTok? <laughs> Gangster Paradise and a slow Maybe. walk. <laughs> and a slow <laughs> And then the, the caption's like, Kaz and Wyland, or not Wyland, Kaz, Kuwait, Matthias walking into. <laughs> the cup whatever it's called I can't remember like yeah I think that's awesome yeah um (laughs) I think there it is (laughs) I just think of the weird owl remix as I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain oh my gosh but that's that's no thing for an Amish like me we value we score in modern things like electricity. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, we're in a, obviously, once again, anyway, we're a little bit of a Anyway, these two guys just hit the floor. <laughs> she hit the floor, she hit the floor. They anyway. Shawty got low, low. <laughs> 50 million Kruger. <laughs> way gets up to the slab and just starts breaking it down <laughs> and then they're like that would go so hard honestly <laughs> honestly the, the fear dens are all like sneering like just below us but they're like blushing too oh my gosh it'd be so funny <laughs> so as uh, kaz matthias and quay walk into unfortunately not gangster's paradise <laughs> um they uh, uh everyone is up in arms because the most wanted criminals in the city we're just strolling in, gallivanting, if you will, um, into the Church of Barter. If you want. <laughs> and, um, Even if you yeah. want, they will. <laughs> um, and the dime lines start booing at Kaz. And um, it's very clear that the Druskela recognize Matthias. And they are just 
giving him a death glare. Um, and Inej mm-hmm. notes that the sanctity of the auction is going to protect Kaz and Matthias, but only until the last gavel. And I'm like, that is a lot. <sighs> yeah. Even that's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, sure take that, that take <laughs> that as you will. Um, and Kuwait, Onej notes that Kuwait is looking nervous and that the shoe are yelling something at him. Um, and every time they yell it, he's, he's looking more and more terrified. Um, and so it. the auctioneer comes and it is Jellen, Jellen, Jellen. It's J-E-L-L-E-N. Magellan. Rad. I would say Jellen. Radmacher. Radmacher. Yeah. I would say Rodmacher. Radmaker would be a really cool Michael last Fass- name, though. <laughs> Michael Fassbender is presiding <laughs> over the auction for some reason. Um, Yellen Rodmacher, um, who, oh yeah, yeah that sounds. Um, right. He was uh, an investor that they had invited to Jesper's fake presentation on oil. <laughs> was the auctioneer, and um, uh, as. And then she had done, you know, she's had done an investigation on, on everyone. You know, she's done her research. This is yeah. her first And so she notes yeah. that Rod Mocker is very devout in his faith and has no family besides a sister who is equally as honest and devout. Um, and so. So good to be mm-hmm. the auctioneer. Um, and so while this is going on, Inej is still looking around the roof, no control, but she knows that Vanek and Pekka probably have something planned for her. Um, and then Rodmacher mm-hmm. bangs his gavel and is like, okay, there's going to be order, order in the court. Um, <laughs> order, give me order. Um, and Rodmacher, <laughs> like a teacher, just waits for absolute silence. And he, he I'll wait. literally says, I'll wait. Um, and uh, so he starts to recite the rules of the auction and like confirms that um, Kuwait like did, wanted this, whatever. And Inej looks at Van Eck and he's looking really smug and like, this is what I've planned. I'm going to win. Um, and uh, yeah. He- He's looking like the cat, the, mm-hmm. the canary, like he's super pleased mm-hmm. with himself. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rodmacher has um, a medic come up and basically give Kuwait a physical on the stage, which is so uncomfortable. Yeah. And Inej, it reminded it's It literally is like inspecting an animal. It's like yeah. inspecting a it horse. It reminded Inej of being looked at oh, by Tanta awful. Helene. But like that, that is absolutely awful. This is a literal physical on stage. Person. Like they're checking his pulse. They're yeah. Like he's, he's doing the fitness <laughs> gram pacer test right now in front of all of these delegations. Um, oh, we had a TikTok idea for that audio. No, it is it is horrible though. Yeah. Oh, we did. I can't remember. Oh, um, the dead bodies running to help Nina. Oh, that's right. the fitness gram pacer test. Yeah. Is not- <laughs> Neither of us yeah. wanted to run, and I suggested Jordan get her husband to run. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, that wasn't happening. <laughs> so, anyway, Rod Mocker then asks Kuwait, Do you consent to the terms of your indenture and this auction? 
and Kawei speaks so softly that he has to repeat himself. Um, and then uh, Rodmacher starts the process um, and tells them that everyone's bids will be in Kruga, that everyone has to keep silent unless they are making a bid. Um, and any interference with the auction and any bid made not in good faith um, will be punished to the fullest extent of the law, which that's important to note. Be held yeah. in contempt. Um, and the bidding will start mm. at 1 million Kruga. Uh, and he starts the auction. Wow. And the shoe immediately go up to 5 million. And then the Fjordans go up mm -hmm. to 6 million. Um, and uh, Rodmacher's, you know, auctioning with a, do I got five, do I got five, do I say? Do yeah. I hear six, do um, I hear and seven? And just waiting. And the Fjordans and Shu are just going back and forth. And the Kalish just chilling, just vibing, you know? They're just... The Kalish are yeah, just happy just to be invited, a good time, honestly. You know? They're like, wow, this is great. Mm -hmm. I've never been to... <laughs> to get her down to see yeah. an auction before yeah. you reckon we can get a bite to eat go get a pint this? to guinness like um <laughs> mm -hmm. and um they don't have any good beer on this side um, and Inez notes that people are like fanning themselves because it is a warm day outside but because it's inside there's a lot of excitement there's people it's gotta be toasty in there it gotta be yucky ac hasn't been invented um, yet and uh, there are no squalors yeah. there um and then when the bidding got to 40 million, Sturmhan finally said, okay, 50 million. Once again, everyone silent. Jaws on the floor. Like, um, taken. Yeah, they did back. not expect Ravka, who's supposed to be this poor country, to who is famously <laughs> broke to put up yeah. such a high bid. Um, and then they're like, the other delegations are whispering because they did not expect it to jump up that much. Um, and so, like, as the, the shoe are conferring, the Fjordans are conferring, the shoe finally says 60 million. And then um, Inez notes, okay, 10 million, a 10 million Kruga jump. That's exactly what Kaz had predicted. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, then the Fjordans offer 60 million and 200,000. And you're like, okay, they're cooling down the bidding a little bit. Great. Um, but the pace, mm -hmm. Inej notes that the pace of the auction has changed. And then the shoe are like 70 million. Sturmhan's like 80, shoe 90. Um, and people are panicking, AKA Kuwait and Inej a little bit because the numbers weren't supposed to jump this high this quickly. And then Sturmhan says 91. Yep. Um, and the shoe are kind of over it. He's like 110 million Kruga. Um, yeah, like you take. Outbid yeah. that uh -huh. dirty bastards is the subject and there. Stormhand giggles a little bit. Um, I don't know if giggles is the right word, but <laughs> um, <laughs> he's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> okay, I'll call your bluff 120 million Kruga. And then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. boom, the doors of the um, Church of Barter are pushed open by a wave and um, Everyone turns, of course, and is shocked and panics. And 15 mm -hmm. figures cloaked in blue um, have like blue cloaks and their faces covered by mist. So it's like blurry face um, come in, <laughs> which My new blurry that's face. a really cool entrance. If you ask me, they're basically like floating in right. because they're super powerful tide makers. So they can just, you know, 
like Jesus yeah. their way in like, and walk on water. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, like if if Kuei and Kaz and Matthias entered to Gangster's Paradise, then they entered to Thunderstruck mm-hmm. by ACDC. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, no yeah. comparison. Comparison. <laughs> Comparing. Um, and people are like, oh my gosh, get your weapons. Oh, everyone's freaking out. Um, and then oh. someone says, uh, one of the cloaked figures says, we are the count, quote, we are the council of tides. This auction is a sham. We are the muses. <laughs> this auction is a sham. Um, and oh, real quick, when they started the bidding, I just thought of white chicks when they're doing the auction. He's like, <laughs> how, he's like, 10,000 cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a funny movie. Um, and so uh, the Council of Tides is saying that the auction is a sham and everyone is, uh, they don't know what to do because this has never happened and it's such a big auction. Um, and then Rodmaker's calling for order and everyone is like panicking. Um, but as this is going on, Inej hears like a whoosh go b- beside her and dodges. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little blade cut past her and mm-hmm. cut the sleeve of her shirt, but it didn't cut her. And guess what? Our least favorite uh, character, Dinyasha. The dumb bitch is back. Dinyasha. Dumb bitch. I don't know what it is. There are awful, awful, awful villains in these books. She just rubs me the wrong way. But something about her, I'm like. Because we've dealt with mean girls like her. Get out of here. We've never dealt with with yeah. literal awful human beings like Pekka Rollins and Van Eck. Um, speak uh, for yourself. We, not to that extent, I hope. But we've dealt No. I've dealt with Van Eck adjacent. We, we've but not nearly that bad. We've dealt with Dunyasha's. Maybe that's it. Um, yes. <laughs> Dunyasha calls our office at least four <laughs> times a week. Um, and Dinyasha says quote that that was a warning I will look you in the eye when I send you to your death bitch B-F-F-R bitch B (laughs) freaking for real Um, and Inej was ready because remember this entire chapter she's been looking around she knows that Dinyasha is going to come find her so she gets her knives and she's like let's get let's get this going she's like let's go let's get ready to rumble that's the end of part five (laughs) and chapter 32 so now we're on to part six (laughs) titled action and echo and chapter 33 is a matthias's point of view (laughs) (laughs) and um so the last chapter you know the council of tides just came in and we're wanting to know what happened but the dumb bitch dinyasha interrupted it so she literally ruins everything. So now Matthias. Um, she really does. I can't stand her. Um, and so in the Church of Barter, Matthias is noting that um, he, he he's keeping very still. Um, he's taking in his surroundings that the council members are there um, and that everyone's kind of talking over each other except Van Eck. Um, and he's just kind of soaking it all in because he thinks he knows what's happening. Uh, and he also mm-hmm. sees, Matthias also sees Pekka Rollins and notes that he probably is positioned in the church, right in, like positioned himself in the church right in front of Kaz, so Kaz would see him. 
Um, and mm-hmm. Rodmacher is banging his gavel, trying to demand order. Everyone's panicking. And the Council of Tides, which, can you hear Duncan snoring? No. Okay, good. Okay, good. He's, he's back at home, so he's sleepy. Um, he's like, oh, oh, I missed my bed. I missed my yeah. mom. Yeah. Uh, his bed aka my bed and if we go to sleep past eleven thirty, then he, exactly. he lies down on my pillow and looks at me like you did this to yourself um <laughs> so anyway um my dog does that too i have to ask him to get up off the covers <laughs> he's like no he's like pulls a vanek get he's you like, should have no, gotten here earlier you're right to this don't you do he literally does oh my gosh Oh, now I can hear him a little bit. You okay, Bubba? He was like, my man he was like growling and like bared his teeth a little bit. He, I think he was having a nightmare. He's dreaming. Or he's never bared his teeth. Aww. He was like, poor baby. Oh my goodness. He's listening to what we're saying and he's dreaming of Vanak. He's like, he's like, <laughs> I hate her. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> Um, Honestly. So, um, as Rodmacher is trying to calm the crowd, um, Matthias, who didn't really know who the Council of Tides was, um, we get an explanation, which also I think was really well done because Nina knows, Inej knows, Kaz knows, Jesper mm-hmm. knows, Wyla knows. Matthias doesn't know who the Council of Tides are. And he's like, well, um, he, Matthias is thinking this that Kaz said that no one knew who the the identities of the council were um and he also notes that if Kaz and Inej couldn't figure that out then no one could so no one actually knows the real identities of them but the last time they were seen in public was 25 Mm -hmm. years prior when they were protesting a vote and when the vote hadn't gone in their favor they crashed a wave into the merchant council's like um hall like where they conducted business and then the council Mm -hmm. reversed their vote so fair enough and when wouldn't you know it <laughs> yeah crazy. um and then matthias is thinking uh i don't know if i'm ever going to get used to such power um and then he's also like he also realizes that his thoughts of anger and hatred towards grisha um were so old that they had just become instincts and it's going to take him a lifetime of learning to combat that which look at that growth man look at that growth that's a place where a lot of people don't get with their issues they're like and now i'm not problematic and that is not how that works no deconstructing your racism and your prejudice is a lifelong and then he thinks of nina and is like oh my gosh i don't know if she's okay i hope she's okay um there's no way for me to know and then he prays to gel and prays quote keep her safe while I cannot <laughs> bitches are crying in the club it's us we're bitches <laughs> oh I sent Jordy a voice memo when I was reading that <laughs> <laughs> yes you did I'm not okay now I wasn't okay then it's fine I'm not planning to be okay later. <laughs> that could also be another TikTok. Um, uh, I wasn't okay. Like, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. I have an idea. Um, 
Yeah. And so then okay. he looks at the Fearedens and um, he knows a lot of them and he can feel how upset they mm-hmm. are. But there's one in particular, one boy in particular. He doesn't describe him as a Druskela, doesn't describe him as an ambassador. He describes him as a boy um, who is just mm-hmm. looking at Matthias with such hatred. And he's wondering, like, what did his commanders tell him to have that much hatred in his eyes um but Matthias also knows that he Mm -hmm. can't hate him because he was him um and he stares Mm -hmm. at the boy um not like in a challenging way but just like hey I know what you're thinking I know yeah I see you see and then the boy looks away (sighs) and um then the person, uh, the shoe ambassador is like, this auction is sanctioned by the law. You have no right to stop this. And the tide makers are like, mm-hmm. the hell I don't. Um, and bring in another wave and have it like <laughs> looming over the shoe delegates. Mm-hmm. Um, and they demand silence. And then everyone's like, okay, okay who are okay, you? Okay. I'm Pam. Wow. I'm the owner of this house. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so then everyone's like, okay, okay, you're right. My bad, my bad. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. We're cool. You're right. Um, <laughs> carry on. Actually, we'd love to hear what you have to you say. You know what? Um, you have the floor. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, they, the time makers say that, um, they have received note that the proceedings have been compromised. So Matthias looks over at Sturmhans. Um, and, um, he thinks he can sense that Stormhand is like worried because that's kind of what they planned. Um, but that, mm-hmm. uh, he like is so cool and collected that he just looks shocked, you know, like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe yeah. that this is brand new information. Um, and, <laughs> uh, Kuwait is panicked. Um, and then he also looks at Kaz and he's like, I, I don't know what the hell Kaz is thinking. I've never known what the hell Kaz is thinking. Why do I even try? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the tie maker says that um, the rules of the auction are clear, um, that none of the representatives are permitted to interfere with the auction, that the market must decide. And so everyone, the merchant council is questioning this, like, how do you know this? What has gone on? Um, and Van Eck mm-hmm. is also making a grand show of, oh my gosh. He's like, oh, of course. I cannot it had to be the Ravens. Yeah. We all know that they're famously broke. Yeah. He's like, oh my gosh, it had to be the Ravkins. Um, uh, and he like smiles. And uh, then he leans over to Kaz and tells him that, um, you know, Wyland took quite a beating before he gave you guys up but he told me everything um which really (laughs) and then uh a a tide maker says that a false account was created and that um uh sorry where are we um yeah so a tide maker says that that a fake account was created and um it was made to swindle merchants out of their money 
and that the money was funneled to, to was given to one of the bidders. And so we're like, oh my gosh, they figured out the plan. And then Van X says, oh my gosh, it, I knew it. The Ravkins, they didn't have the money. They can barely pay off their debts. It had to be them. <laughs> You're going to need congressional approval and you don't have the <laughs> like, votes. It had to be the Ravkins. <laughs> and you know what? Kaz Brecker had to be working with them. Um, and everyone is shouting and upset now. <laughs> and the Puritans are screaming, the shoe are screaming, and everyone's panicking except Sturmhan Jenya and Zoya are just standing there because they've they've been through worse um with their heads held high. Mm-hmm. And then um Matthias tells Cass, do something. <laughs> like, do you not see what's happening? Kaz is like, um, and then fine. yeah. It's and fine. Matthias is like, son of a bitch. You knew. <laughs> he really is. You <laughs> sly dog. Um, <laughs> and then with all the commotion, the council of the tides, you know, raise their arms and they shake the, the shirt. The, ugh, the church shakes um, and more water comes through and everyone's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, and then Rob Mocker is like, do you have evidence um, against the Rodkins? And uh, the time maker's like, what? The Rodkins have nothing to do with this. Um, the money was transferred to the shoe. <laughs> and Vanek, <gasps> all of us. Vanek loses yeah. composure a little He's bit. Like, okay, well, then Brecker <gasps> had to, you know, make a deal with the shoe. He's like, well, fine, yeah. fine. We and the time maker's like, the. Falls, the fund was created by Johannes Rittveld and Jan Van Eck. And Van Eck <laughs> immediately says, no, 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 no. That's, that's wrong. That's not right. It wasn't me. Um, and then Carl Dryden, the other <laughs> merchant who went to the meeting with Van Eck, is like, no, Rittveld is a farmer. I met him myself. And then the tide maker. <laughs> the one who's yeah. kind of green. And um, then the tide maker turns to Carl Dryden and is like, yeah, you and Van Eck met with him. You were seen at this hotel. Like, oh, but that's not what it was for. Mm-hmm. It was for a consortium of journal farmers. It was an honest business venture. We're going to invest in it. Um, and then Van Eck turns to Rodmacher. Oh, he's buddy. like, he's like, you were there. You met with Rittveld. And Rodmacher's like, I absolutely did not. I went to this weird session on oil and and um, <laughs> Novi Zem. It was strange but i did not meet with him but i must yeah because now then i keep calling his character into question and if we remember from not that long ago mm-hmm. uh rod Mocker is honest and pious famously yes. devout um, yep and then um uh he's like no 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 or sorry van is like no 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 well if it's rip build it ha- brecker has to be involved somehow and then one of the councilmen speaks up and says, you encourage us to put all our money in that trust. What is happening? Is it all gone? <laughs> um, and the shoe are like, we didn't know anything about this. The, sh- the shoe are like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. And I then I is still denying it and blaming Cassie's like, he and had to do this. He had to be involved. He's like, that TikTok audience. It can't be. No, it can't be. <laughs> That's Van Eck. Literally. Right now. 
Um, and uh, then he he's like, he kidnapped my wife and my son. Um, did I imagine you standing on a bridge with Alice? And Kaz very calmly tells him, no, I got her from the market square, square like you asked me to. <laughs> um, but she was blindfolded and never saw the people who took her. And Van Eck is up in arms. He's like, <laughs> Alice, because she's there. He's like, tell them, tell them what happened. And Alice whispers to her maid and her, her maid yells to the crowd. Um, no, her captors had masks and she was blindfolded. So she doesn't know who took her. And Van Eck is starting to unravel a little bit. Um, and Van Eck is like, well, my guards saw you with Alice. And Ron Mocker's like, your guards that you pay. Your guards. Um, and Van Eck is once again spiraling and says, well, Brecker was the one who set up the meeting on the bridge. I have a note. Um, he sent it to the lake house. Well, is the note signed? And Ron Mocker's like, oh. Okay, we can put this to bed as long as he's he like, signed it. <laughs> and he was like, "Well, he didn't. He no, he didn't sign it. But I know he sent it because of the tie pin. His tie pin? No, mine. <laughs> no, it's mine." <laughs> and so Rod Knocker ain't having it and says, "Quote: So you uh, have no proof at all that Kaz Brecker kidnapped your wife." Wife. My favorite part is. Like one of my favorite parts coming up in the, at the end of this page. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, and he's like, okay, well, what about your son? So because we have exhausted a whole bunch of money and resources looking for him. Is that, is your evidence against Kaz for kidnapping your mm-hmm. son better than that? And as Van Eck starts to say something, um, why? He's like, my here, son. Wait. Okay, you say that and then I'll come in. Ready? Go. <laughs> okay. He's, he goes, mm-hmm. Uh, hi, son. Father. <gasps> and it's like <gasps> everyone turns and looks and Wyland is leaning up and like playing he's leaning up against the, the wall like, clutching his arm coming he's in limping like, in. Oh, he's so oh. weak <laughs> and um and Vanek is like god damn it <laughs> can no one do what I pay them to do um, and then Kaz tells him, Manic is like, are you freaking And then Kaz tells him, me? oh, were you relying on Pekka Rollins' men? Are you sure they were Pekka's men? Because if we remember, the girl had a shaved head. And way back when, <laughs> when Kaz went back to the Crow Club, um, Annika, mm-hmm. the girl with the shaved head. Mm-hmm. Annika has an undercut. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, are you sure they yep. were Pekka's men? Lions can be confused for crows, you know, one animal is just the same as the next. Um, and even Matthias is, <laughs> is feeling like ha, ha, ha. even Matthias is like mm. <laughs> <laughs> and um so uh now we get a grasp of Kaz's plan for this. And so Kaz knew that there was no way to get mm-hmm. Wyland into the church without Vanek seeing him. And so um, Annika and Keeg, um, who were two of the drags, fake kidnapped, um, they, they staged the kidnapping and just made them look like they were dime lions. And they knew that Van Eck wouldn't question mm-hmm. it because all barrel rats are the same to him. Um, and mm-hmm. um, so Matthias also notes that he didn't think they were going to beat Wylan up so badly. 
it's like yeah he's like dang they they could have taken yeah, it a little like, easier he pretended <laughs> to break sooner but that also shows you that when wyland says he wasn't any of them um and he told them everything that it was planned but he still put up a fight like he held out like it was real um yeah. he was like no you need to make this look real yeah and then rod mock was like for goodness sake someone help this boy um he's can't you see him he can yeah. barely stand and um rodmacher asks are you wyland van Eck, the one that we have been literally tearing up this city for <laughs> and Wyland's like i got free as soon as i could and rodmacher asks he's laying it from on Wrecker? and Wyland says from rollins from Rollins. Like, Pega Rollins took you captive? <laughs> and Wyland says, yes, weeks ago. And Van Eck is like, stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what you told me. And like, Wyland, oh, are you a father? You Just don't father. let them hurt me anymore. <laughs> and the award Wait, goes can we act that out again? Can we? Wyland. Do you want to be Van Eck or yes. do you want to be Wyland? <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Okay, Whatever I was Wyland last time. You be Wyland this time. So I'm Van Eck. Okay, Stop okay. Your voice. <laughs> Tell them what you told me. Tell them about the rap kids. I'll say whatever you want, Father. Just don't let them hurt me anymore. And then everyone anymore. is like, ah. <gasps> Everyone's <Once> again. Oh. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> Matthias is like Matthias is like he's trying not to laugh and tells Kaz oh my gosh Nina has taught him so well oh. um and Kaz is like well maybe Honestly. he's a natural again Kaz being big dad energy look at my boy he's so he's so good at this <laughs> and then Ben mm-hmm. is so spiraling right now it's like Kaz Brecker is a criminal <laughs> you guys saw him at my house the other night he broke into my office and Carl Dryden's like, oh yeah, we all saw him there. Dryden's like, yeah. And Kaz's yeah. like, um, you literally invited us there to set up a deal for Kuwait. Um, you told us that we'd be meeting with the merchant council, and then Pekka's guys ambushed us. And um <laughs> one of the councilmen is like, This was he like violated a good faith contract. Like that doesn't seem real. And then another one, there's like, but we did all see Kuwait there because Wyland still had Kuwait's face at that time. And so that kind of shakes everyone into realization like, oh, maybe, Um, because none of them knew what, yeah, like Dory said, none of them knew what Kuwait looked like. And so now everyone is starting to have doubt creep into their head. The doubt. And Carl Drive's like, well, Vanag, you were the one who encouraged us to invest in this fund. And then X like, you wanted to. He's like, I said we should wait and do a little more research. And you said we should all do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, oh my gosh, you, it was you. You were the secret buyer. You. And Kaz is like, and Kaz is like, good. It took y'all long enough. Took you long it's Like enough. I said, the, you had one piece of the puzzle to put back in. And it took you this long. <laughs> and then Van Eck is saying, you can't possibly believe that I will do this. I invest in my own money. I have just as much to lose. And then Dryden is like, um, not if you made a deal with a shoe. 
And Rod Mocker is saying, oh my mm-hmm. God, he bangs his gavel and says, quote, Jan Van Eck, at the very least, you have squandered the resources of this city. Um, and at the worst, you've abused your position as a councilman. And then the list goes on. He's done a lot of bad things. Um, mm-hmm. And the shoe ambassadors are yelling because they have no idea what the hell is going on. And Rod Mocker is banging his gavel. And then everything, everyone is panicking. And then Fjerden through Skella tried to get to the stage. And they're stopped by the Stodwatch. Um, and the shoe soldiers push forward. And the tide makers raise their hands. And then someone is, some woman, um, or sorry, nope, that is not what happened. Um, there's a lot of panic. Stodwatch are rushing. <laughs> the shoe soldiers are going forward. Tide makers are raising their hands. And then all of a sudden, a siren begins to wail. The siren of the plague. Oh, so eerie. And then everyone stops and goes silent. Um, because mm-hmm. everyone has heard of the Queen's Lady's Plague and Queen's Lady Plague and how bad it was. And except Kawhi, because he's like, What's that? And Kaz smiles a little bit mm-hmm. and says, quote, that Kawhi is the sound that death makes when she comes calling. And then um, everyone's screaming and trying to get to the doors to get out. And then... Trying to get out of this enclosed space. Yeah, and then a shot rang out. What? And that's the end of chapter 33. See, but this is also interesting. Because I was reading this and I was like, I I remember this happened, but also didn't super remember. And in season two of Shadow and Bone, they took a lot from Crooked Kingdom. They didn't take from Six of Crows. They yes, took they from did. Crooked Kingdom. No, they exactly. Which is interesting. I honestly think it was we want to get this on screen in case we don't get the opportunity to which do they so. They haven't been renewed yet. I know, a lot of which it. is kind of a bummer, and I'm glad we got it. But there's so much interest. But also, I think they picked some really good Crows. parts from Crooked Kingdom because mm-hmm. hopefully when they do get a spinoff they'll do six of crows and that could take you know a while mm-hmm. but they still have a lot in crooked kingdom yeah. and i think the parts they put in the show yeah. it's prepared to do the rest of crooked kingdom if that makes sense yeah I no think. i agree I so. um i was very much with that tiktok that you sent me i can't remember when that was like when shadow and bone has the audacity to be about you said that and bone. to me and it was the person just, yeah. oh did i really just fast forwarding into all the crow parts and the audio was like i don't care oh. i couldn't remember who said that but it's um, true they're it's so all uh, the cast is going to what is it a storm of crows and shadows in paris in a few weeks mm-hmm. should we go yeah look honestly if i had my passport i I would go (laughs) if i had a passport i would definitely be thinking heavily about it yes they're gonna have it next year they've already said we can start making plans for next year for sure I wish this was a video medium sometimes. So bad. Guys, we're hilarious. <laughs> um, we're yeah. so funny. So, anyway, chapter 33 ends. And chapter 34 is in Nina's point of view. Don't you love it when we have a Nina and Matthias back-to-back yeah. point of view? Oh, it's almost so good. Um, <laughs> uh, 
So <laughs> Nina's yeah. at a casino, basically. And she's at, um, like, the, what is it, the wheel? Yeah, um, Macker's wheel. Um, and It's basically, I can't remember what it's really yeah, called. but I'm trying to think of the, the real name. Um, but it's green and gold, and it's going really fast, and you're thinking... <laughs> um I was I was gonna say something but you would have to edit it out so never mind um (laughs) um but you're like green and gold Pekka's Pekka's like signature that's Mm -hmm. crazy why is she there um and she the Kalish Prince um and so she's in this um casino uh I was gonna say gambling den just say a casino M um <laughs> six one yeah. way half a dozen the um, other but honestly. she's uncomfortable it's warm in there she has a wig on um, and she doesn't want to draw attention and um so she got through the, the on the ground like okay um went had a few stops before she's at this casino first stop was on the west stave um then she crossed over to east stave and had although there was like not as many people out um there was less style watch because they were mainly focused on the auction um and kaz had chosen the establishments that she was to go to with care and this was going to be her last destination and so um uh she was like cheering with the other players and then she had a glass case in her pocket um and focused on the cells within it like what so we learn that um Mm -hmm. at the morgue um she had they had gone to the man with like a certain um uh level of decay because she needed the dead cells um and so she had kind of pocketed mm-hmm. that and um had it and um it, it's like dead tissue is what she has um in a vial yeah it's mm-hmm. like necrotic and so tissue. as she places yeah. a bet um she kind of opens the vial and uses her powers and she like grazes the um what is it called the person who the broker whatever um she like grazes his hand Mm -hmm. and gets the tissue on him and so as he's going um she uses her powers and his fingers are turning black and there's a woman who's like there's something on your hand Mm -hmm. um and he's he Mm -hmm. is like rubbing his hands on his coat um and as he does it he like touches his neck and so Nina um, uses her powers to get the, like, like the dead tissue just over his oof. neck. And so people start panicking and screaming. And um, as anyone touches him, Nina is just using her powers to expand that dead tissue onto them. And so people are mm-hmm. screaming and panicking. Um, and the um, like higher ups in the casino are coming over to see what the issue is. And some like one of the bosses touches him and his hand immediately turns black and everyone's begging for help and they don't know what's going on. And people are going to the doors um, because they're panicking and Nina just goes with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she had done the same thing at the other three places that she had stopped. And it had been the same reaction, everyone panicking mm-hmm. because the natives of Ketterdam know what it was like to go through that plague and tourists are like kind of wondering Mm -hmm. what's happening but everyone who's native knows and they are like we have to get out because Kerch is an island and 
if a the play gets there, that's pretty much it because mm-hmm. there's nowhere to go. Yeah. It has two weaknesses. It's fire and yes. sickness. Um, and so uh, she notes that no one really knew where it started or how it came so quickly, but Encourage as an island it was really dangerous. And that um, with the Queen's Lady Plague, that the people who had money suffered less and the poor were quarantined in makeshift hospitals and barges. Um, and even though that the rich suffered less, it couldn't be stopped with guns or money. And then she goes into um, mm-hmm. like kind of a an explanation of life during the Queen's Lady Plague. And it, it kind of freaked me out a little bit because COVID. Yes. No, reading, reading this in a, in a post COVID Mm -hmm. world, I literally just read the sentence that was, um, quote, they would have to have it, the necrotic tissue that Nina just spread to them removed, but no one would grow ill or die at worst. They'd endure a few weeks of Mm -hmm. quarantine. And it's like, okay, I remember when a few weeks of quarantine turned into two years of working from home. And I, I read this while we were in quarantine, like, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't remember feeling the way I do now about this page because she's just like the the like everyone who survived it had lost someone and COVID's kind of like that like it's like it was just crazy the like even how the Stod watch that have their own um plan for the plague how they do separate stations Mm -hmm. so it doesn't like reach every like it would just Mm -hmm. yeah it's crazy and so if we go back to a few chapters, Kaz oh, yeah. said that he knows one thing that Ketterdam is more afraid of than um, the shoe and the Theardans. And he was right. It was the plague. Um, and then Nina uh-huh. also knows none of them were actually sick, that, you know, they would have to get it cut off, but they were fine. Not like their fingers cut off, just the dead tissue. But they, um, no, yeah. Uh, a heart render yeah fix so that was just kind of like weird for me I don't know yeah no same it's like because everybody knows yeah. somebody now like in this day and age every single person knows someone who either knows someone or was someone who didn't mm-hmm. survive COVID my like you're never two or th- yeah. more than two or three degrees removed from somebody who passed which away is from crazy it. and I was like thinking I was like mm, I like knock on wood thank the lord that and my family passed away my immediate family but like my dad had multiple mm-hmm. cousins who like passed away and it's like my yeah. parents and my brother are all teachers and they like all had someone they worked with like yeah crazy exactly like like now my whole family has had it which is insane um and we were so blessed not to lose anybody but it's like I know people whose husbands mm-hmm. passed away and whose wives passed away. And like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Once again, crazy, knock crazy. on wood. And even crossed. like my mom is honestly, <laughs> my mom is fine now, but like that year she had COVID and then she had bronchitis because she like from COVID. And then because she's a teacher, like was just out, like up, couldn't really sit down and rest at any time. She had that turned into pneumonia and like, her lungs are just never going to yeah. be the same basically like Terrifying. it's insane so anyway 
that so scary stuff. Yeah. I get why why the the native Kurch are like high tail. Because Jordy and I would both be right like, now. Peace. Because that is a, yeah a scary Zero thing. Yeah, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be in a casino in the first place. I'd be like at the buffet <laughs> eating You're cocktail like, huh? shrimp, and huh? somebody'd run out, and I'm like, I'm let gone. me just take some of the shrimp home. Yes, I would be. I would be like Jimmy Buffett in Jurassic World with my margarita, like running. Honestly, away. <laughs> um, so that was like um, a little weird stuff, to read. Um, and if y'all are reading this along with mm-hmm. us, I like, agree. I agree. Probably same thing. Um, but she's running with yeah. the crowds. Um, and she's thinking like she's seeing the panic, and um, she notes that this was chaos, and she made the chaos, and that normally that she doesn't know how she would feel about using her powers. She's had a lot of dissonance about using Mm -hmm. these new powers. Um, And she wonders Mm -hmm. how other heart renders would react to her doing this. um, If it has ever been done before. Um, She thinks that maybe she should feel ashamed or scared about what she's done, but she notes quote, she hadn't been made for shame. Yes, queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Truth, queen. And then she thinks of what Matthias told her about how maybe gel extinguish one light and lit another. Um, and she's like, maybe he was right. I don't care if, you know, gel did it or whoever did it, but I feel strong. And this is the first time that I have felt strong in a long time. I have a lot of emotions um, and that she wasn't Ugh. craving Perem anymore. Um, and she has now gone past the point of grief for her old power. Um, she is using it really. Um, and the chapter ends with quote, she was the queen of mourning and in its depths, she would never drown. So good. Yeah, well, I'm not, y'all aren't going to see what I wrote, but I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a mystery tool that will come in handy later Uh, that y'all won't know, but Jordy does. So that'll come, that'll come in handy next week. It's fine. Um, Uh, And so anyway. Oh, yes. This next chapter is going to be so good. I'm so excited. That's the end of chapter 34, chapter 35. We're now back in Inej's point of view. Because remember, the dumb bitch, Dunyasha. That stupid piece mm-hmm. of crap. Um, and so uh, Inej sees Dunyasha, um, her hand, and she felt something bounce off her shoulder. And we learned that, um, well, she caught the blade before it fell to the copper roof and like made a big noise. But we learned that um, Jesper helped so mm-hmm. padding into her outfit so she could take it she would be more protected she's like Jesper mm-hmm. is actually really good at sewing so it just pinged um, she's like he's actually like really good at sewing all that farm work um he's like so good at it um and not so, um, so good then uh uh because she caught the star that Dunyasha threw she throws it back at her and Dunyasha dodges it She's like, my blades would never betray me. Bitch, those are inanimate objects. She really, my own blades would never hurt me as, mm-hmm. shut up. Um, Girl, yeah. shut but, up. But um, 
Inej notes that she didn't need to hit her. She just needed to distract her. Um, and while Dunyasha was in her soliloquy moment. She literally thinks she's the main she does. character. Um, so while she's distracted, Inej kind of goes around her and cuts one of her calves. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> and Inej is up and ready. And um, Dunyasha laughs. And says, quote, your spirit brings me pleasure, Wraith. I can't remember the last time anyone drew first blood on me. Go see a therapist, you psychopath. Right? It's like, why are you so oh messed up? Like, She's like that kid that gets hit with the, bit, the basketball and that vine who goes, yeah. Literally. literally. I'm like, <laughs> He's like girl, what are you doing? Just, she's crazy. Um, and even Inej is like, know. girl, what are you doing? I just cut your leg and you are bleeding. Right? Like, we are fighting to the death. Get with um, it. And so they're going back and forth. Um, and Inej is ready this time. She notes that she's not following her instincts to fight because she learned how to fight in the barrel. Dinyasha knows how to fight. She was trained in a monastery, whatever. She's doing what an acrobat mm-hmm. would do what is think second nature to her and so it's almost like a dance between the two which i would love to see this on screen <clears throat> and i know um uh, <laughs> Inej gets dunyasha again she slices her other calf and this time dunyasha doesn't she just hisses and Inej is like yeah that's better um <laughs> and um yeah Inej knows that if Dunyasha is feeling any pain, that she doesn't really show it. So again, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like thinking that she has that thing where like you can't feel pain, you know, and that's why she's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah maybe. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, and so uh, Inej lets Dunyasha kind of follow her because she's running across the roof. Um, and she knows and she tricks Dunyasha and is going to like fake right but Mm -hmm. instead of just faking right she just goes and lets herself kind of roll and then gets Dunyasha again Mm -hmm. um and uh Dunyasha is very frustrated right now because she was Mm -hmm. not expecting this to be a challenge um and And uh, then Dunyasha says, quote, are you going to run all the way back to the caravan, Rafe? You know, it's only a matter of time before this ends and justice is done. She's like, gross. Why would she bring that up? And it's like, okay. It's like, so you're yeah, a racist yeah, too. Yeah, she is. Add that to your list of disgusting qualities, Dunyasha. nothing. Cons, everything. You know what? Cons, Pro, everything. she does have red hair. I do really like red hair. That's, yeah. that's be pretty. Her, her aesthetic is something. It's, yeah, something. The only person who can pull off like an all white <laughs> outfit like that is Princess Leia. That's kind of what I'm imagining, you know, like her like suit. Yeah, I can not see that. Not the like dress, but you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too much. It's overdone. It's too much. Like, it's overkill. Again, why are you wearing white? You are like battling whatever um ridiculous and Inej ridiculous is taken aback a little bit she's like what do you mean justice 
and Dunyasha calls her a murderer and a thief mm-hmm. and she's been um hired to rid the world of people like her and she says that she, Dunyasha tells Inej that she never takes an innocent life Mm-mm. whatever um and Inej is thinking was she actually innocent she doesn't regret the like she regrets yeah. the lives that she's taken but she would do it again to protect herself and her friends um mm-hmm. and uh which I'm like that's fair um and then as Dinyasha mm-hmm. is coming at her um Inej knows that the auction is still happening and I love this comparison because she says quote here the sun or thinks here the sun mm-hmm. shone bright as freshly minted coin which I loved because they're in Kirch mm-hmm. and that is like yeah and they're fighting on top of the, tr- yeah, the Kirch church I'm like great and then <laughs> and that's just thinking yeah innocence is a luxury um and that's not one I have and it's not one I need to have yeah and so she doesn't have mm-hmm. the privilege of getting to yeah. stay innocent she's been forced her her innocence was forced away from her like that mm-hmm. not even taken it was just I want like taken is forced but like forcibly removed from her if that makes more sense kind of yeah no exactly um, and so she grabs yeah. her knives Sancta Vladimir and Sancta Alina and like things protect me so I'm like yes um mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Dunyasha, again, unnecessary, says, oh, they're charming. You know what? Um, my new knife will have a handle made from your shin bone. It'll be your honor to serve me. Who says like, what? that? What? Who says that? I'm thinking like... of David from Shit's Creek right now. Oh, what? <laughs> yes honestly <laughs> honestly and it's like bitch i am never gonna serve you she doesn't say that but i say it <laughs> yeah but it's implied mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll say it for her and um so inez just kind of not she's not doubting herself she's knowing she finally is accepting her strengths and what she can do mm-hmm. versus dunyasha dunyasha's strengths and what she can do um and she did make yeah. a mistake and inez was cut um, and then, um, also got like a small cut to her ribs, but it could have been worse. And then she remembers Kaz telling her, find Dunyasha's tell everyone has them. And she's thinking, Dunyasha doesn't have a tell. And then realizes, oh, she does. Because every mm-hmm. time Dunyasha takes a breath, then she strikes. Um, and she's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, mm-hmm. every single time. Because Inej wasn't sure where, when she was going to strike, where she was going to strike, but she is prepared for it because Dunyash will go, and then, yeah, she'll take in a deep mm-hmm. breath before she attacks, and so she's ready, and um, Inej mm-hmm. is ready for the next one, and is able to just stab her in the chest. It's like a, it's mm-hmm. written beautifully in the book, but that's what happens. <laughs> but that's yeah and it's just basically it's like a war yeah. of attrition who can get the most cuts mm-hmm. on the other and make the other flag well in guess time. what and Inej has the secret formula now yeah. to win she it. stabbed her um and it wasn't like a little little stabby stab it was mm-hmm. a um <laughs> it was a, a yeah. kill shot um and then Dunyasha is upset not because she's been stabbed she says quote 
the blood you spill is the blood of kings. And I wrote, that's what you're worried about? Really? Really? Right? She stabbed you in the chest. Gross. And you were bleeding That was a a death blow. This is what you're upset about? Like, come on. Um, And Inej also realizes how delusional Dunyash is and almost feels sorry for her. She's like, this is ridiculous. And that's just like, oh, you crazy, <laughs> crazy. I knew you were crazy, crazy. but you crazy. Um, oh, oh, sweet honey child. Um, and she's like, you know what? She might be an heir to Lansdowne throne. She might have had all this. Eh. This is this is funny though. It is kind of Lee making fun of herself. She's like, isn't that what every girl dreams about? You know, waking up to be a princess, blessed with magic powers and a grand destiny. Oh, wow. Um. <laughs> I love that. That's you know what that is. That's growth. <laughs> um, and uh, she's like, you know what? I'm gonna fight for the girls who aren't that. I'm fighting for the ones who don't have mm-hmm. that privilege, who never had the chance. Um, mm-hmm. and the last paragraph, she's thinking, "quote When the world owed you nothing, you demanded something of it anyway." Yes. Amen. And then she is. So- snarky she's like and then she wiped the blood of kings on her pants that's so funny i love it ah. <laughs> Get right, Dunyasha. and then dunyasha like goes <laughs> once again at an edge holding the stab wound at her chest and Inej notes okay well she was obviously trained to fight with one arm um but she's never had to fight with an injury i guess that the monks didn't mm-hmm. teach her how to do that lol get wrecked mm-hmm. it's freaking funny um right and then it's just full of sass in this chapter and i'm living for it and then she's like oh you're better than i honestly we're gonna be and then i was just like thanks i think like um yeah and it's just like yeah thank you and dunyasha's like oh you know what no biggie meeting a worthy opponent opponent it just means that i have more to learn and then i was just like you are bleeding from your chest mm-hmm. um and dunyasha like bows her head and Inej is ready because she knows it's a trick um and dunyasha is saying oh i learned humility uh-huh. um but you know what some are meant to serve and some are meant to rule and she throws something at Inej like powder and it blinds her which mm-hmm. i'm like girl you were gonna lose anyway yeah and so Inej no, she literally like yeah. pocket sands her. And so Inej, <laughs> pocket sands. Inej is panicking just a little bit um, with this red mm-hmm. desk because she wasn't expecting it and how blind she was. And so Dinyasha is like starting to come at her again. And Dinyasha does get a few swipes and cuts in. Um, and she's think- she- Inej drops mm-hmm. one of her blades. And so she only has one left and is thinking, Sancta Alina, protect me. Girl, I love it. Um mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh. well, maybe the saints chose Dunyasha over me. And then she realized, you know what? I'm not sorry for what I've done. This is who I am. Ketterdam is my city. This is mm-hmm. my home. And she's like, this is my home. I know this roof better than anyone. Because mm-hmm. she had no, we noted it at the beginning of the chapter where she knows the rooftop. She knows, she knows it mm-hmm. inch by inch. And so she doesn't need to see. And so she starts yep. running and Dunyasha's like, you're going to fall eventually. Like you're going to, you know, fall off. Um, and uh, then she hits one of like the metal scrolls. Um, oh, like the scroll yeah. work. Um, 
my iPad. Let me go plug in my iPad. Hold on. I'm at 10%. It did not hold charge that long. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. The iPads are like that a little bit because they do yeah, so much. That's true. Mine's like um, that too. I mean, I was at like 70%, 60 something when we started. So I guess we've been zooming for almost two hours. So that's mm-hmm. fair. Um, can you still hear me? Okay. Okay. Hold on, yeah. Plug it in. Um, I'm hoping that is just because it was Zoom, because that's like a lot. So. Zoom is a lot. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, guys. Back to my page. You're probably going to have to edit this. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so she gets to this spot in the roof um, that has like a scroll, and she stops, and she's like, hmm, I know what I'm going to do. And um, she turns around and tells Dunyasha, quote, the girl who knows no fear. Um, and, uh, Dunyasha then tells her, quote, goodbye, Wraith. Um, and, and then mm-hmm. t- says, quote, then learn fear now before you die. And then just steps to the side on one foot ah. and Dunyasha steps forward, mm-hmm. but the piece of roof that she stepped forward on was loose. And so it broke and she mm-hmm. fell to the mm-hmm. ground and died. <laughs> uh, so funny. Um, but she didn't scream and Inej gives her props for that. Um, mm-hmm. and then Inej says, quote, may you make more than misery in your next life. Drag her, Inej. <laughs> yeah, Inej is literally yeah. like, bah, bitch, I hope you get something yeah. better next time. Um, and she's like, okay, I gotta go. Um, she knows that the siren hasn't mm-hmm. sounded yet, but that she was still running behind. And so she runs and grabs Jesper's rifle from where she had hidden it. Um, and goes into the orange chapel and hopes that she wasn't too late but um, she's like Jesper isn't anywhere to be found and it's like oh no he was supposed to meet me here and we're like was he is he we don't know like, um when she's thinking plan. okay well I have to find Jesper because Kuei Yolbo has to die has to die tonight oh what what lipstick in my mouth that's kind of what we're going through right now and that is the end of chapter 35 so once again we're just left with like cliffhangers she does it left with more questions every single chapter and i love it it's phenomenal she's so good Uh, honestly that's the best way to keep someone it is if i have chapters where nothing Mm -hmm. happens i'm like why am i that's the whole point of this book is have yeah things happen so that's why these are so mm-hmm. propulsive. Love it. Um, but thank you all for joining us. Um, join us next week as we do, um, go over chapters 36 through 40. <laughs> I hope you all have read this before. Yeah. And hydrate now. I'm not kidding. Hydrate um, now. But hopefully you all enjoyed it. Sorry we're a little, I mean, we're usually on, we go on tangents, but today felt a little wackier than usual. I don't know. Hey. Mercury's it's in the fine. microwave. It's fine. So. <laughs> I was like, that's going to poison you. Get that mercury out of your microwave. Um. Venus is a Gatorade or whatever. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, but if y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send us an email at twomournerspod at gmail.com. Um, you can DM us on Instagram at twomournerspod. Um, or you can um, DM us on TikTok at Two Mourners Podcast. That um, we would love to hear from y'all. 
Um, we try and I know we've been like a week and a half ish for posting now. Um, but work is busy. Life is busy. Um, I'm sure y'all also know are also busy in this season of your life. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for having grace, um, for our, our mm-hmm. recording and posting time. Um, but we love doing this and hope y'all enjoy it as much as we do. Um, and we are really waiting to hear for a spinoff, um, for six of crows and, or season three of shadow. Yes. Book. I would love both. Please. Yes. Yeah. Both would be great. So, anyway, thank you all for joining. And as always, happy hosting. Bye. Woo.